Welcome to the Geek to Geek podcast, where it is time for themes. I'm Void, and I'm here without my co-host, Beach. He got sick at the very last minute with an ear infection, so I told him to go to the doctor and come back next week, so hopefully he'll be back next week. Um, but he said to go ahead with it, because today we are going to talk about yearly themes, and really this is mostly my topic, because he didn't have one for the year, um, so he said... Go for it and do it. So it's probably a shorter episode without him here, but I want to get something in the feed since I was all set up and ready to do it. Um, but yeah, he's at the doctor. Go wish him well and tell him that if he didn't go to the doctor already, he should. Anyway, I want to talk about yearly themes. So I know we've talked about this before. I kind of covered um, the end of last year when it was in the Q&A episode. Somebody asked, but I did want to recap that really quick. So this is kind of in place of doing like, uh, yearly um, resolution, you know, like a New Year's resolution. Um, it's it's not like a goal that you can obtain uh, when you do a yearly theme like this. And this is something that I picked up from Cortex and from the whole like Relay FM network, the guys around it, but mostly Cortex, the podcast, um, where they do yearly themes. And I've always liked it. And I finally started doing this last year. So I want to do it again. So what makes a good theme? And like, it's, it's better than a goal because there's no fail state if you do it correctly, right? You, you set no hard goal, but you kind of have a bunch of ideas around what the theme means to you so you can fail a goal you can fall off a goal you know you can say i'm going to exercise five days a week and the first time that you exercise four days that week you feel horrible and you're like well i messed up my new year's resolution i'm giving up um the whole idea of a theme is that you can just continue all year no matter what happens so it's adaptable along the way if you make it correctly and it really should be something that resonates with you so usually i go for like one or two words so the format is like the year of x is kind of what I follow. Um, and then, you know, you put one or two words in that X spot. So for me, last year, it was the year of wellness. And for me, personally, the way that that was resonating was that I wanted to, like, I finally have time because my kids are old enough now after, you know, a decade plus of having kids where I can concentrate on my own health again, because they don't need constant attention the way they do when they're little, little kids. And I got into my first like actual workout routine that's a routine since honestly my early 20s was the last time I was anywhere close to it and even then you know I was in college I wasn't good at sticking to it and at this point like this is probably the best physical shape I've been in in my whole life um just because I've been working out consistently for an entire year now and it's kind of just second nature now, which was the whole point, right? Like I didn't always do it every single day. Like it wasn't something I did seven days a week or even five days a week. Um, even though I got there eventually, it was just like, I want to do this consistently. Anytime I fall off it, I just want to get back on it. There wasn't a hard goal to obtain. It was just like, I need to incorporate wellness in. So that was the main thing for me was about like just getting into better shape and paying attention to that for the whole year. And I feel really good about last year's theme. This time I want to focus on a year of making time for calm, which is more words than I would normally do in there. But I think it's the best way to kind of encapsulate what I'm going for. I just, I don't have a lot of quiet in my life and I almost made this like the year of quiet, but that wasn't quite right. Um, I, I'm really looking for like calm and not quiet. And again, this is one of those things where I wasn't able to do this in past years just because like my kids needed lots and lots of attention and now they're older. They don't need as much attention all the time. They still need attention, but I have more free time than I used to. And it's like, I just, I need more time to have like calm and quiet to some extent in my life. Some of the best nights I had when I was the 
busiest in like my busiest work season in 2020 in the middle of like covid craziness and the middle of our busiest quarter were nights where i just gave myself like an hour to just like sit and think and being like like darkness and quiet which sounds much more moody and broody than it actually was um it was just like time to decompress so that's part of it um another part is giving myself some dedicated reading time that's not audiobook time Usually I'm doing an audiobook and I'm doing like two or three things at once because I have a lot of things that I try to do in any given day. Um, I did notice that sometimes when I need kind of like that headspace, I can just read a book and it kind of like recenters me because it's one activity and probably at night, like I just don't have time during the day, during work and in the morning, um, but trying to get some more dedicated reading time into my life. I'm not sure exactly how, but again, it's like vague thoughts that I want to work on throughout the year. Another thought I had was just getting outside more, you know, maybe without headphones sometimes, but I don't know. I really like listening to stuff, so we'll see, but I think I just need to be better about that when spring comes back around, especially after being inside for, not inside for a whole year, but you know, COVID has been happening for a whole year now, so just getting outside more and enjoying it more, trying to do a little bit more of that, not a ton because the sun is not my friend, Um, but we'll see. We'll see when spring comes, what I make of that, and then the other thing that's kind of like the biggest piece in my head for this year of like making time for calm is meditation, and it's something that I dabbled in a little bit last year with like my year of wellness, and I want to make it a bigger part of my life and my schedule and my routine. And I've kind of failed at working it in up until now. So I want to make it a focus for the next year is figuring out how to work that in. So, um, I'm probably going to re-grab a subscription to, I never had a subscription. I did a trial of Headspace, the app. Um, I'm probably going to grab a subscription to that and give that a shot. And maybe some of the other apps that worked okay for me too. Um, I just need to figure out, like I need to crack the code for myself for how to get meditation into my life because the few times I've done it, I noticed like a benefit, but I didn't do it for long enough to truly see the long-term benefit or to see if it's something I want to incorporate going forward. So yeah, that's that's my yearly theme for this year is the year of making time for calm. And we shall see how it goes. Uh, I'll report back probably around mid-year. And then if somebody asks me a Q&A near year end too. Um, but yeah, BJ can ask me questions and poke at it once we get to mid-year and I have a status update. But I thought that this was probably mostly going to be a monologue anyway, even when he was going to be on the recording. So I thought it would be okay to just kind of get this out there into the world. I do have some weekly geekery, but before that, don't forget, we are part of a network. We have podcasts, we have streamers, we have the geekery blog, all that and more at geek2geekmedia.com or go to geek2geekmedia.com slash subscribe. We also have a digital magazine that's part of our network. It's called Press Start. It's really cool every time I look at it, but I never know the latest of what's going on. But trust me, there's some kind of next issue being planned. Uh, You can get that if you go to patreon.com slash geek2geekcast. And that brings me to Geekery. So I have a couple things that are really quick hits here. Uh, I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about once BJ's back, but these should be pretty fast. So uh, Wonder Woman 1984, I watched that over the holiday break. And it's, I don't know, I felt really mixed about it. Like the first two acts of the movie were decent, but not fantastic. Um, It really reminds me of that superhero movie quality that we got from like the late 90s, early 2000s. Like not bad but like not good and like not up to modern standards either but then the third act of this movie just completely jumps the shark and it made me like retroactively like the let the rest of the movie even less than i did at that point so it kind of ruined it for me that last act um it doesn't it doesn't ruin wonder woman for me like if another movie came out i would give it a shot but i just wish that like dc cared about being internally consistent 
the way that the MCU does. Like, there's just so many things in this movie that don't add up and they don't make sense with the world they're, they've created in, like, the greater DC universe. And I don't know. I, it, that just kind of bugged me. So Wonder Woman gets a, eh, it was okay for me. Not horrible, but definitely not great. Uh, I tried Yakuza Like a Dragon over break also. And it, like, I've tried Yakuza before. I really wish I could get into this series because I can tell there's a lot there. Um, I wish this game specifically I could get into because it's a new main character. It's like a new storyline that doesn't, you don't need all the prior knowledge from the other one. Um, it's a, it's a brand new battle system. It's turn-based. It's like a JRPG. And the thing is, I love the battles when I actually got to play them. And when I got into the gameplay, I was enjoying that experience a lot. So I played like three hours of this, maybe three and a half or four. And I feel like I only had about five or 10 minutes of actual gameplay and everything else was cutscenes, and it was just driving me crazy it was like run from point a to point b and then watch a cutscene. um when it actually let me do battles when it actually let me like interact with the systems i enjoyed it but there's just so much other filler content around that before i actually could get to the game and so i asked one of my friends that i trust like how far away am i from this game opening up and they're like well you're in chapter two and it really opens up around chapter six and i was like okay i'm four hours into this game and i'm looking at i'm not even a third of the way to where it opens up like i just i can't i can't do that i don't have time for that um so i i wish i could jump ahead to where the game actually opens up um because i think i would enjoy it a lot more but i just every time i look at it sitting there i just have no desire to pick it up right now because i know it would just be a bunch more hours of more cutscenes, and that's not what i'm looking for like if i want that i'll go watch a movie i don't need that in a game so yeah yakuza like a dragon i wanted to like it more i can see why other people would like it if you can get into it i just can't get over that initial hump so i put that one down uh one game that i did have some fun with was monster hunter rise i tried the demo so i don't know if i like it as much as monster hunter world but it's really hard to tell from a demo um just because like the demos of monster hunter don't really give you enough of a tutorial or explain the world or really give you any of the setup that you get when you're actually playing the game it just throws you into it and gives you like a little bit of playing around time and I, again, I don't know because like it's not a true representation of the gameplay, but I did like it enough. And like, I think I cut my teeth on Monster Hunter World enough that I finally get what Monster Hunter is offering. Um, this one, I liked the demo enough that I went and I pre-ordered the game. So it worked for me, right? So now I'm pretty excited about that game coming out in March. So that's something to look forward to. And then the last thing on my weekly geekery is that I have been playing a bunch of Hitman 2 just because I'm getting psyched for Hitman 3, which comes out in like a day after I record this. Um, I'm basically just prepping for that. Like I'm going back, I'm getting some of the level masteries that I never finished out in some of the levels that just like weren't my favorite the first time through Hitman 1 and Hitman 2. Like there are levels where I spent... I don't know, 20 or 30 hours on one level, just like doing absolutely everything in it. And there are other levels where I only beat them like two or three times and that was it. And I kind of was like, eh, I don't know if I love this level. So I'm going back and I'm getting a bunch of like level masteries and like just getting those levels up um, on the ones that I didn't beat fully or like do as much in-depth dives on. So I've been doing that for the last week just to kind of get some of my muscle memory back, remind me of like what's happening a little bit in the story, even though the story is secondary in these games. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of getting myself more ready for Hitman 3. So I'm hoping that Hitman 3 is everything that I've 
I don't know if I built it up in my mind, but I have learned to love this series, these last two games so much that I'm really looking forward to getting, you know, a whole six new levels and see the end of this trilogy and see what they have in store. So I'm excited for that. Hopefully I'll be able to report back next week. And if I have enough thoughts, maybe it'll be the main topic. So we'll see what happens. But that's probably it for this short version of the geek to geek podcast this week. Uh, you can write to us with comments, suggestions, or feedback. Our email address is geek to geekcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at geek to geekcast. We also have discussions on Slack and discord. You can get those links. If you go to geek to geekmedia.com, there are invite links there. I blog at agreenmushroom.com and you can find me at GRN mushroom. That's green mushroom without the E's on Twitter. I'm also on the Disney forever podcast where we watch and react to a different Disney movie every week. Uh, BJ is at professor beach. That's beach with two E's and he's on the dragon quest FM podcast. If you want to listen to him there, we've been void and well, it's just me, not void and beach. That's what I get for reading instead of just ad libbing. Uh, I've been void this week with your geek to geek podcast. Beach should be back next week. That'll do it for this week. See you next week. Geeks. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu.